because I said something mean about him, and I don't want that to get out. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need. We don't even need to put the name into the podcast. So I have two related thoughts for you that popped into my head today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and I'm just interested in your feedback on both. Oh. Thought okay. number one. It's annoying how much little bits bits of like lint and fabric look like <laughs> bugs. Is this something you experience? Um not really. Okay, that's fine. I I don't think they look like bugs. Okay, that's fine. I don't know what kind of bugs you live with, but... So, the second thought... Okay. ...is that I find the presence of a single ant way more infuriating than the presence of several ants. I I do not agree. No? Why do you find one ant more infuriating than more than one ant? Because if it's just one ant, all you can think of is... Where did this one single ant come from? What does this mean for my future? Mm-hmm. How, how did it get in here in the first place? Where are all of its friends? Uh, and it's very frustrating to not know the answer to any of those questions. And all you can do is wait around. Versus if there are several ants, you can feel a bit more confident that, okay, maybe I should just go get something to kill these ants and it'll go fine. See, I was thinking of it like when I see one ant... Like, okay, it's just one homeboy exploring. I can nip this in the bud real quick by making sure he doesn't find nothing or possibly getting rid of him if that's how you feel about the situation. Making him end up in the East River, if you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) But when I see multiple ants, it's like, okay, they already know it's here. The floodgates are open. Like, Mm -hmm. now now we got to do battle. It's not like it can be some stealth operation going on here to stop things. Like, hmm. there, there's already nukes on the way at this point. So, okay, so now let you got to figure uh, out how to deal with it. Let me revise my phrasing. Okay. Okay. The presence of one ant reaches a certain base level of frustration for me. Uh huh. And let's say if I were to see up to maybe five to ten ants in a specific location. Mm-hmm. My anxiety goes down a little bit because there's something more actionable for me to do. I understand what the situation is. Mm-hmm. You know, like something okay. is starting to get established. That's the point where you actually can nip it in the bud versus the presence of one ant tells you nothing. Yeah. And so the anxiety graph is dipping down in that little region and anything above that, it drastically increases. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Once it gets to the point where I can't individually count the ants, then of course, yes, now we're in real problem territory. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't saying that one ant is worse than any greater number than ant of ants. I said one is worse than several. Okay. Yeah, I was I was picturing That's my it wrong clarification. Because um, I was definitely picturing it like one ant versus like. A lot of ants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was not being clear. But the, Would you uh, run into some ants? Well, no, recently? okay, so this is why it's a re- these are related thoughts. 
I have on two occasions in the past like couple weeks seen mm-hmm. a single ant roaming around. Uh... And this is on the earlier, uh, a couple months ago, my roommate informed me that there was a corner of his room, a corner that was kind of the back corner that was by a window and led to the outside, had uh, a lot of ants. The, uh, you know, the, the kind where you want to start getting ant traps and deal with them. Mm-hmm. But I have seen nothing in my room, nothing anywhere else. It was, he just reported it to me, and I did a very thorough sweep of my room for any evidence of ants and found none. And now I have just seen a single ant twice. That's very frustrating. Okay. And it gets more frustrating because I, I wear black socks. And so I get a lot of black <laughs> lint type stuff all over the place when I do laundry and whatever else. Or I'm done working out and, you know, take my socks off. And who knows where all the different, all the pieces of sock end up. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of be, especially, you know, just kind of scanning around my room whatever i walk in and i see something that looks vaguely bug-like from a very far distance Mm -hmm. and you just and you just can't convince yourself until you get right up close to it and determine the situation yeah so now i see Mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure it's mainly a product of the time that i spend in my apartment Mm -hmm. but (laughs) that's that's the life that we're in (laughs) <laughs> yeah need some excitement <laughs> so well, i guess i'll just start hallucinating about bugs for the next while <laughs> yeah <laughs> while yeah. you were explaining that i just had a a thought and i feel like you're going to completely disagree with me but doesn't evidence of ants sound like it should be a band Almost anything is a band. I'm going to Google this and see if it's a I band's name. I just searched name. it. It's not a band. Oh. It's at least not one that comes up on Google when you search evidence of Ant's band. But it totally feels uh, like it would be yeah, a band I, name. It, it fits in with a whole other set of band names, I'm sure, that are, I don't know, just kind of feel similar. But this is the thing. Band names, I feel like a good band name begins to mean nothing yeah you know mm-hmm. even if it was maybe kind of cool or edgy when it first existed it kind of fades into nothingness it's just a label just another word yeah i'm trying to think of any band names that still that i know of that i would listen to because there are ones that are obviously purposely edgy, or you know, band names that you literally couldn't repeat on this podcast without me bleeping it out. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um. I was about to say challenge accepted. Uh no. <sighs> I just got a notification on my phone. It pops up around eight, eight o'clock every night, telling me what the weather for tomorrow will be, and I'm mm. in for another heat wave. Oh, see, it was getting warm here, and now it's chilly this week again, so I'm liking that. Well, it got down to more normal, like, high 70s over the past few days, and that was nice, but now it's getting back up to tomorrow. It's going to be 87, and then 90. Yikes. 88, 85, and then back down, allegedly. Big yikes. Agreed. I might have to actually uh, cave in and turn on the air conditioning. Yeah... 
It's not good. It's not good, Grant. Not good, not good. I'm just like loving the the I'm gonna say energy bills, but by that I mean like all forms of energy bills, both like electric and gas, because they're both energy. I'm loving those energy bills right now because it's in that part of the year where I ain't got to use anything. <laughs> I wish that were the case, but... So it's good and cheapo. It has not been cheap. In fact, we had our most expensive one for in quite a while this past month. Eee. I mean, presumably it's because there's two people working on computers throughout the entire day. Oh. And whatever else. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like it's that's the only change is obviously that so I'm sure a mix mm-hmm. of it is that I'm sure a mix of it is that our utilities company is uh, quietly price gouging us during this time. Mm. So could be because this How, was. Hmm. I was gonna say when you say the most expensive is this like by like 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 i never pay attention to my bill and this was one where i was like oh that that was kind of expensive like it was noticeable that that's what matters is like Mm -hmm. otherwise i would not have noticed at all um okay but it very clearly stood out to me as being more expensive do your bills swing very much or is it fairly consistent I don't know. Like it's oh, it's pretty consistent, but it's really. I mean, gas and electricity out here. It's just super weird in how they price stuff. Like I don't really understand it, mm-hmm. but they do weird things and have people on weird plans. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, I'm randomly issued like a credit about stuff to my bill. Like it's it's I can't keep uh-huh. track of it. Oh yeah. So it's whatever. Okay. I'm just dreading the summer. That's why I asked because because yep. my apartment is the top floor and it's in a corner where it gets a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why because in the summer or like even even now when like it's not getting really above 70 very much. And if it is, it's a couple degrees for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, But like on a sunny day. If it's like 70 degrees outside, my my apartment, if I don't have the AC or anything on, can hit 80 easy. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. And so like in the winter, that's nice because it stays like even without using heat that much, it stays pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But like in the summer, it just destroys me. Yeah. Like from my cheapest month on my energy bills to my most expensive month, it's like over possibly over an order of magnitude swing or at mm. least around that okay yeah ours is definitely not that crazy i remember you telling us about that or telling me about that uh last summer yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely not that bad for us but it was just noticeable mm-hmm. so i'm gonna try to adopt some strategies to to be more economical this year but yeah we'll see how it is it also doesn't help that i have a dumb thermostat yeah, uh, it's definitely true. I don't really know how, like, if ours, like, helps us at all. Like, it has a fancy screen, but I don't think it really does anything fancy. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I mean, maybe I could get it to do something fancier, but at this point, like, we're here all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of off for now until, I'm sure, in the next couple of days, 
I'll finally give in and just turn it on for a little bit because otherwise I just can't handle it. Yeah, it'll get un ungrizzly bearable. Sure. Is that is that your new adjective? Is that your adjective of the week, Grant? <laughs> oh no. Gosh, there was an adjective that came up earlier today, and I have no memory of what it was, but I was like, wow, that's a great word. I should save this. Mm. Shoot. I'll remember it probably like in a couple months and then never say it again. I'm going to Google really good adjectives. No, don't do that. Oh, the first thing that comes up are positive adjectives to describe people. Oh, that sucks. Screw you, Google. It's not what we're talking about. That's okay. I'll go to... Really entertaining? Dailing writing tips. 100 exquisite adjectives. Ooh. Okay, here's the fir- here's one of the first ones that I haven't actually uh, heard before. Okay. Contumacious. Con- contumacious? Contumacious. Like... Like... like- C-O-N-T-U-M-A-C-I-O-S. It sounds like someone's trying to say a different word and like sneezes in the word. Contumacious. Contumacious! (laughs) It means rebellious. Grant, sometimes I find you quite rebarbative. I don't even want to know what that means. I feel like it's not very nice. Irritating or repellent. I knew it! <laughs> Even though you said it in a positive tone of voice, the, the, I don't know, the, the phonetic feeling of it, just, it, but, in, it but in general, I think our relationship is quite salubrious. Now that just sounds dirty. You shouldn't say that ever again. <laughs> it means healthy. <laughs> It still sounds dirty. No, I agree. Because it's super close to like a word like salacious or something like that. Uh, well, that was exciting. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm made uncomfortable by the word salubrious. Salubrious. How do you even say it? Salubrious. Salubrious. Like... I don't know. Okay. 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 Grant today has brought a comic from the questionable quote book by Sam Hepburn. We have a big hand-drawn comic. Um, In the middle is a sort of sketchpad looking situation where we have a kind of freaked out little sketched person with hair standing up saying please no i'll be good i can change as they look in great fear at a hand holding an eraser heading towards them and in big teal letters on the comic it says what if mistakes are just as afraid of you as you are of them Ooh. 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 Do you remember those like art class erasers that we all had in middle school? Yeah, the good ones. 
Yeah. I have. I think I have a good eraser around here somewhere. I have at least one. Right here within um, reach. Mm -hmm. a, a good old. I mean, this one's actually black, but it is. The, it's made by the same company. It's like the high polymer ones that actually erase things properly. Those are cool. They're the best. I don't think I've actually like legitimately used an eraser in so long. Hmm. I still use pencils. Well, I wouldn't say frequently, but I still I still definitely use pencils <laughs> at times. In particular, especially back oh so long ago when I was teaching in a classroom, and I would always make sure to have a nice pencil with me for writing things randomly on kids' practice books or whatever as I was helping them out. That pause was wonderful. What? <laughs> yeah, if I ever needed to use pencils for writing things on kids' practice books or whatever. Did I tell you about the kid that messed around with pencil lead a month or two ago? This oh, sounds like, like two months ago. I don't think so. It sounds like you're no. about to tell me how a kid like did drugs out of pencils or something. So I have this kid in class. Okay. You know, hopefully, hopefully nobody ever finds this podcast. He's, you know, not not a great participant in class, one can might I, say. Can I pause you for a second and ask a question first? Sure. About whatever this story is about, is it a thing that you could have seen me, like, imagining me back to elementary school, it. Grant? I okay. highly doubt it. Okay. So what this kid did... First, first thing he was doing was taking pencils. In particular, he never he has probably never brought a pencil to class a single time. So this is a borrowed pencil that he's messing around with, which is strike oh, number one. Oh God! So he's taking a pencil, and every kid gets a three-ring binder full of paper at the start of the school year, and he is clamping the tip of the pencil in between the <laughs> rings. Okay. Yep. And then he is spinning it with his hands. You know, like he's trying to start a fire with the pencil. And Wait. getting lots and lots of graphite shavings by doing this. Oh, okay. You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The graphite yeah. tip is stuck in there. And he's just spinning yeah. it really, really fast to get lots of graphite shavings. So he's doing this. And he's just playing around with it. It's all over his hands. And I'm just kind of... I was just sort of annoyed. Just trying to get him to work. But he just wasn't. And... And by the time the end of class comes, there's maybe 10 minutes left in class. Mm -hmm. And he decided that a great way to make use of all this graphite on his paper and on his hands was to basically just put it on his cheeks like eye black for sports. No! So he does that. <laughs> so I turn around from helping someone and he has like graphite eye black on his cheeks. And I say insert name here i'm not going to say it on the podcast for everybody uh you go to the bathroom and wash up because i don't want you looking like that when you leave here you know <laughs> so he goes oh no and about and we're doing some activity as a class uh, maybe two oh, minutes no. later oh, he no. runs back into the room and says real loudly because that's how he is there's no paper towels in the bathroom quick i need some paper towels and i look at him and in his, in his attempt, in his, I'm sure, not very, um, I guess, involved attempt to really get this graphite off his face, he managed to just get it spread everywhere on his face. 
So he basically was wearing blackface <laughs> out of graphite. Oh, oh I so love the I, love I give this. him some paper towels because oh. we had some in the classroom, and I send him back to the bathroom, and it like made no difference. I'm sure he didn't try very hard, but it didn't help. His desk was a mess, and I just had to like have him leave like that and hope that his parents didn't hate me. Oh my god! So. That's the only real situation like that that I've had to deal with as a teacher so far. Yeah. Luckily, but yeah. So. I love the fact that the second you said, and he, something along the lines of like, he wanted to find something to do with it, or like, I was like, oh god, he like made accidental blackface. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, that Jesus. that's that's that story. Help! I need paper towels. Should have just had every kid pull out their erasers and just start erasing on his face. No, that's not good. I mean, it would have been fu- it would have trouble. Would have been funny to me. Well, yeah, until like his parents like called someone on you. Uh, and I don't mean like your company. I mean like the police. Ah. <laughs> uh. He would have found it funny, too. Yeah. See, you should have said sarcastically, oh, you don't need paper towels, you need an eraser. Yeah, exactly. And then gotten him the paper towels. Oh, well. Well, in either case, that's that story. So what about erasers? (laughs) I don't know. It really wasn't about erasers. I just thought of this at the last minute, and I'm glad I brought it up because that was wonderful. My pleasure. Um, but yeah, so your question, you asked me a question and I'm remembering the answer and I can't, and I'm remembering where I was trying to go and I can't remember at the moment. So I'm just going to monologue for a second aimlessly until, ah, there, there we go. Now I got it. Um, I don't want to run. Okay. We'll go with it anyway. (laughs) You're going to experience the, the regrets of me remembering our topic and remembering we've definitely talked about at least adjacent enough before for this maybe not to be worth it but i was i was chatting with a a friend this weekend and we were talking about kind of a variety of topics and kind of a common theme that was coming up in the conversation was like things that we've learned from like bad situations or unfortunate situations that we've been in um and how like the awkward not dichotomy the awkward like combination of feelings i don't know the right word for it um hey mark you should edit in the right word right there the right word um but like the the weird combination of feelings of like yeah i wish this thing didn't happen because like it sucked but also like now that it's over like i'm glad that i have the lessons from that and in some ways like it gives some sort of a positive feeling, but like overall the situation was horribly and completely negative, but like there's, I don't know. And I was thinking about that and I was like, yo, Mark's probably got some thoughts on that. I didn't actually think that, but (laughs) it it was on my mind and I was trying to find a comic and stumbled across this and it vaguely fits. So here we are. So what I what I what I picture in times like these when you're trying to start a conversation. 
I'm not trying to paint you a mental image of what's going on. Do you think I'm genuinely trying that hard to start a conversation? So, so Grant is looking down at me, and he's saying, <laughs> "Hey, Mark, you need to scale this wall to come up with me, so that we can talk." And I say, "All right, Grant, throw a rope down." And Grant's like, "Hmm, rope, rope." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, here you go." And he starts down like, you know, throwing throw. me like some dental floss. Oh. And then I say, all right, I guess I'll just have to work with this. And he, and then as I start climbing, I say, Grant, what'd you do to this dental floss before you threw it down here so that I could scale this wall? And he says, oh, well, I wanted to help you out there. So I greased it with Vaseline. Yeah, so it doesn't cut your hands. <laughs> or so that, that it, it like, it seal, <laughs> it helps to seal crap out of the wounds. <laughs> exactly. No, I didn't throw dental floss. I threw either an African or a European swallow. I'm not sure which. <laughs> oh goodness! Um, so, so, so we're talking about mistakes get... and learning from, or learning from bad situations. Is that what we're talking about? We can talk about that. Well, that's what you said you wanted to talk about. <laughs> no, I gave you a situation of a conversation that I had with someone and I never said I wanted to talk about anything in particular. See, what actually happened in this situation, which I do quite often and sometimes I do it infinitely more tactfully than this. Okay, no, I, let me let me fill in the meta, let me fill in the metaphor from my perspective. Then then what's going on is is that you I you say, "Hey, you need to come up this wall." And I say, "All right, how am I going to climb it?" And you say, "What? I never I never told you to climb the wall." And I say, "Yes, you did, Grant. You told me to climb the wall. Now let me help me try and climb the wall." And you say, "Well, I don't know. I talked to someone about climbing the wall, and maybe you overheard that conversation or I told you about it. But I don't think I ever really said climb the wall. We can just talk about the wall. It doesn't matter like, you know, the actual, you know." <laughs> No, and so I, here we are talking about talking about the thing because I you can't commit to anything. I don't think that's accurate, but I'm having a hard time putting what I actually feel into this metaphor because I feel quite quite constrained by the metaphor you're choosing to use. Um, but I'll get back to what I was saying: is that like sometimes I don't really have any idea to talk about, and so I just choose a comic with something in it that I can give some like vague description about. And then Mark comes up with an idea for me. And so then we just roll with it. Um, which is kind of what you just described via that metaphor, but there's like subtle differences that are important that that metaphor didn't clearly articulate. And so I'm going to ignore your metaphor. Um, okay. So because that's so, what we okay, do so when we're back, wrong. We so ignore let's, let's the recap. facts. Let's, let's recap. No, I, we're not going to recap no, anymore. No, 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 great, great, great. Stop this. You don't even, this is you what you... No, you I am the captain now, Mark. Oh, shoot, my microphone clipped You don't even know what I'm Sorry recapping. No. You don't know what I'm recapping. Okay. Let me recap. Are you going to okay. go through all of our episodes and figure out the times <laughs> when I didn't have an idea? No. So what happened so far is you talked about a conversation that you had. With the general implication often being that I take that conversation and run with it with whatever idea was present without you actually saying it. So I said, you you said that you talked about this thing about being in bad situations and wanting to learn. And I said, oh, so you want to talk about that? And you say, no, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> okay, maybe that is what actually happened, but it's not what I meant to happen. It See, because the idea of that story wasn't bad situations and wanting to learn. The idea of that story was meant to be more focused on the odd combination of feelings surrounding learning from bad situations and how you both feel like negative about the situation because it sucked and positive about the situation because you got something out of it that at the end of the day has been valuable for you in your life. Okay, fantastic feels on how to get them. No, you missed it. I missed, I was making a movie reference. I, is that a movie? I've never freaking heard of that crap. Fantastic, fantastic beasts and where to find them. That's not what you said. Am I, I hallucinating? Oh, I was okay. I was riffing off of it. I said fantastic oh. feels and how to find them. Yeah, and I was certain that wasn't a movie, and I was correct. Because so it's I was a finally play correct. off of a movie. <laughs> uh. you, didn't, you didn't say it's a play off of a movie first. You said, okay, okay, Grant, wait, Grant. let's recap this. So Mark says fantastic feels and where to find them. Grant leaves an awkward pause. Mark says it's a movie. Grant pauses awkwardly no, because he I doesn't said it's know a movie of that reference. Movie. Okay, I it's, never a, movie said it's reference. a movie. Grant pauses awkwardly trying to figure out what movie that reference is because he doesn't remember that phrase from any movie he's ever seen and doesn't remember that being a movie title he's ever heard. And then Grant says, That's not a movie. And then Mark says, No, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I didn't do a good job recapping that because I think I was factually inaccurate about the situation. But listeners also, will also know. unlike my recap, yours does not support your position. <laughs> yes, it does. No, so that's here's not a what reference. I think. That's not a reference. Okay, Grant, Grant. That is okay. No, we are going back it, to this. It, I didn't. I, it's a riff off of the movie title. But that's I, not a movie I, I, reference. I agree, I agree. Yes, it's not a tech. It's not technically a reference to a direct thing. But references are relative. It is a, it is referencing oh God, the title and riffing off of it. BSer. This just anyway. made me think of something. No, this is a no, story Grant, I actually want Grant, to tell. Can I no, tell a story? I, no. Come on, it's funny. Okay, we'll just go. Okay, you can tell your story. No, we'll just. Can I? Can I just hit the punchline without any of the story, so it'll make no sense. It's a. It's. I would love that actually. It's, it's actually from a TV show. That's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Oh great! Um, You're telling a story about a story. Cool. No, it's not. A, no, it's actually not. I'm correct then that it's not. Um, okay. I'm just trying to make sure I don't mess it up. Um, Bedsheet Philly paper. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. Whose line is it anyway? Dang. Good job, Mark. You were supposed to leave bleep it out so the listeners can guess for themselves. <laughs> he was not going to bleep that out. It's fine. <laughs> Can't bend a car. Pat Benatar. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. Mark. <laughs> what, the, Grant? Our, our next band... Um, it, it's oh god no! What is the joke? Do you know nah. which one? Which there are many. So one of them Arctic is Arctic uh, Turn. What? Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Colin. Uh, or hey, Grant. I guess I won't use Colin's name. Do you know what bird says the name <laughs> of our next go. band? Thank God. An Ar- Arctic Turn. <laughs> and, and what sound does an Arctic Turn make, Grant? <laughs> 
Backstreet Boys? <laughs> there you go. You got it. <laughs> Thank you for rescuing that one for me, because that's one of my favorite ones. I like the, what do you think of when I say Ricky Ricardo and good cigars? <laughs> Can you explain that one to me? I have searched the depths of the internet, and the only explanation that anyone has ever provided is that okay. it is Colin being completely absurdist. There is literally no reference that he's making. He is just pulling that out of literally nowhere, and that's what made Ryan lose it. Okay. Yeah. I have also searched for that, and that I didn't find anything, and so yeah, I thought that, I was that just seems dumb. to be the consensus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this actually, so Grant, I must say, you have somehow perfectly linked this back into what I was wanting to say when I wanted to cut you off from your story. The, like the story this is, of... This is literally perfect. That took us to whose line? Yes. Ah, oh, see, I'm a wizard. So, so, you remember last episode, during the introduction, when I said that the real purpose Uh-oh. of this podcast is for us to have learning moments okay what i think we have learned is that we really need to take like an improv class together or something i'm not feeling i'm not feeling a lot of uh ands to my yeses (laughs) i don't think that's what's important here though (laughs) because sometimes the absurdity of just someone shutting you down is way funnier than saying yes and sometimes Sometimes. Especially when it happens repeatedly and the other party gets frustrated. <laughs> Is this you trying to shut me down? I'm sorry, fine. I got distracted. Um, We can move on. Did you actually get distracted or was that you shutting me down? I, now I don't know. Now the world may never everything. know. But I think it would be really fun to take what am i referencing there grant we're gonna start we're starting to play the reference game (laughs) i'm gonna sound like an idiot because i suck at pop culture no the world may never know where is that from it's from a commercial i'll tell you that much i feel like that's just a phrase people say nope a commercial involving an owl and small children yeah i definitely don't know how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop is that a commercial it, it was a series of commercials involving a cartoon owl and many small children. How and the old? Owl, and the owl poses this question, and then the owl will start looking along with the kids, and they'll be like, one, two, three, and then the owl eats the entire thing. And then the splash screen says, how many licks will it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. First of all, I don't think I've ever seen that commercial, and I've seen a lot of commercials. Hmm. Second of all, how old is that commercial? If it's from Owl, if it's from before I was born, I'm going to invoke my the same rule that I use at work of if it was before I was born, you can't be offended that I don't know it because you suck. the The commercial has been played from 1970 until the present day. I'm okay. It has continually played. That doesn't Which matter. Which is why I know it. That doesn't matter. If it was created before I was born, I am not required to know it. Oh my god. <laughs> because just because some crappy cool. artist made their hit Grit. single in 1968, but like old people still play it sometimes, so you could have heard it. Like, I don't have to know that song in that person. 
like winner winner chicken dinner if i get the reference but like you can't be You're offended that into I didn't such know. a grumpy old person <laughs> by trying to be a hit millennial it's hilarious <laughs> i i don't even care honestly because the amount of times at work that people Great, are like super offended i want to get to my comic <laughs> that i don't know something are just like unrealistic or not unrealistic but unreasonable so i just have had to made this make this rule and just i wasn't even making fun of you for life. not knowing it i was just pointing out that it's a real thing yeah, but I was making fun of myself. And then you suddenly got really defensive. <laughs> I was making fun of myself in my mind. <sighs> well, okay. that's something to talk to your therapist about, and I'm not them. Let's go to my comic. Okay, we can do that. Oh, God, you got so many freaking words. Oh, and there's letters, to too. Because to I knew it would take several minutes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we got... Hmm... <laughs> Um, it starts off strong with the title. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with like the the I don't know like the cover photo for this um, comic, and the only words in the the quote unquote cover photo are "What a good art." So that's gonna it's gonna describe my descriptions here. Um, so it's it's Im- Imogen Quest, Imogen I Imogen Quest. We're going to go with Imogen Quest by Olivia Walch. Um, so we've got a, a teacher standing at a blackboard. A incredibly clean and a, a smooth looking blackboard, may I say, in front of a classroom. And they're saying, listen up, people. This is a calculus class, not some humanities nonsense. The only texting you should be doing is typing 0.7734 on your calculators and showing it to each other upside down and the only apple products you should have out are the apples you brought me to thank me for being such a good teacher are there any questions a hand raises and the teacher says Yes, of course. 80085 is also okay. But that's it. <laughs> but the real reason, Grant, that I wanted to share this comic was when I read the featured comment. Oh, Jesus Would Christ. you like to read it or would you like me to read it? How about you read it? I don't want to... John... This is from John W. Kennedy three years ago. Their profile is of a smarmy-looking fellow with round glasses. Yeah, he. I just read up until the first comma, and I already know that it fits him perfectly. So it it says, it quotes the part of the comic from the first panel that says, dot, 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 some humanities nonsense. Ugh, I taught myself calculus when I was 14 but I'm an internationally acknowledged expert on one particularly dark and dusty corner of Shakespeare studies. I made a living as a computer programmer, but I also sang opera and Viennese operetta in and around New York for over 20 years at a low professional level. I imagine C.P. Snow's coffin must have burst by now from the massive force of his head exploding. And I read this comment, and I thought to myself, 
huh, I wonder what this one reply could be. Who really put this guy in his place for his smarmy intellectualism about how cool and well-rounded he is and and saying, oh, yes, this comic is not funny because it uses the phrase humanity's nonsense because nothing can be funny anymore. So I'm waiting for some, like, Reddit-type comment, you know, yeah. pointing this out. And instead, what is the comment from Archipelago responding to this grant? Humanities and science go well together. Thank you for posting that. The thing that angers me the most is that they're both premium members. I know. It's some freaking conspiracy BS. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So there are so many avenues to explore, and we don't have time for any of them. Uh, no, <laughs> the, we're first. First thing the we're going The two things that come to mind on this comment. The first thing that came to mind was the, like, I don't know if you're aware of the Reddit uh, subreddit called I Am Very Smart, <laughs> but it's full I of people like vaguely. this, like, espousing their own virtues and saying how smart they are and all this sort of stuff. Um, and it's just very funny. And this, like, reeks of that sort of, like, you know, ooh, let me tell you all of my, um, like, let me list my resume, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> about my entire life as some proof of some idea on the internet, um, which is just silly. And then also, just the context where the comment was made, it's not even made in, like, an internet argument where someone makes a point and then someone argues back, not by making a point, by, by but by trying to list all the reasons that they're so smart and they mm-hmm. should just be listened to anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is a reply to a comic that is, like, you know, a comic. So it's, like, satire and stuff because it's a joke mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't know i just it frustrates me so much when people refuse to acknowledge comedy or just say you know what this is co- something that is supposed to be funny is a perfect time for me to flaunt my intellectual superiority because i can't be bothered by jokes because <laughs> i spend too much time thinking <laughs> mm-hmm. it bothers me so much grant and I don't like it. Yeah. What do you think? I'm thinking that I can't find any evidence that John is a, and I quote, uh, internationally acknowledged expert on one particularly dark and dusty corner of Shakespeare's studies. Yeah, but you know what? Their Their profile, their little tagline is programmer, opera singer, actor, textual editor um so clearly uh, they are to be trusted they also make lots of comic comments it lists all of their previous comments <laughs> and in one of these it's clearly oh my goodness i need to find this i'm gonna go to this ripley's believe it or not comment where he clearly got into some sort of an argument about the history of the abc song that's wonderful and I need to find this, but no, you're not. You're not finding his uh, his bona fides on the. Uh, I'm finding like internet, like when you Google his name with Shakespeare, there are a couple things that come up, but it's always hard to judge based on the internet. How does that relate to the phrase international? Wait, what is? I don't want to mess this up. 
<laughs> Internationally acknowledged expert? Uh, yeah, in like, Shakespeare. No, in, in a particularly dark and dusty corner of Shakespeare. So that means it doesn't exist on the internet. Can't be verified. Well, I was going to say that makes it difficult because it, it does a lot to describe without actually giving you anything useful. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like there's three words that are three phrases that can be used to describe Shakespeare. Dark is one of them, dusty is one of them, and then sex jokes is the other one. So, like, it doesn't help. I don't know. We could... Does he have a Twitter? We could we could tweet at him. Oh, God. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be... A- John W. Kennedy. Remember when we tried to get into a um, Twitter war, guys? Programmer. <laughs> opera singer. I'm going to Google that and uh, see I, what I can come up with. There's no way he has a Twitter. He has his own website. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that. I already found that. Oh, one. you found that? Okay. Uh, it doesn't link to his Twitter, though. Well, he probably Whoa. doesn't have one. We can e- oh, he is on Twitter. Don't tweet at him. Do not I tweet at it. him. I found it. <laughs> can Do we follow n- him? Can we follow him? <laughs> no, he's going to find us. 